welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Nerd. And welcome to episode 267. Uh, we are going to be talking about RPGs, some Gen Con news, some Gen Con stuff. And the uh, hopefully that music wasn't too loud for people. Um, I did test it out. I didn't think it was too loud, but it could be my headphones. So if it is too loud, let us know. But we do have a new music. Um, we decided to change up the music a little bit and do some cool stuff uh, with that. And we're also changing up a few other things, but y'all just have to wait. Um, before we get to the podcast, let's go ahead and get to the business. Uh, we want to thank Midnight Heroes for sponsoring us and providing all the cool things. Don't forget, they do awesome chibi stuff. Um, their Kickstarter just finished. I'm sure they're fulfilling that pretty soon. Um, they will be at ReaperCon, and then they will be at uh, Warfare Weekend, where they're going to have some special new discounts and a new model at Warfare Weekend. Uh, hopefully, I can show that off pretty soon. Um, they're waiting for the physical version of it. So I'm looking forward to the model. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got the model. I got the sketches. I got the look of it. Got the colored sketches. It just hasn't been 3D done yet. Um, so it's looking pretty sharp. Uh, we want to thank Parabellum War Games. Um, guys, make sure that if you're going to buy anything from Parabellum, make sure you go and use our affiliate link. We get a small kickback from that, and we just give it away as a gift certificate whenever it comes in, unless somebody wants something um, type stuff. But if you like regimental rank and flank type stuff with really awesome miniatures, go check them out. Uh, we want to thank Muse on Minis for hosting us and putting us out there. Uh, make sure you check out there. They've got a few new products coming out, um, and you can find some new cool things. We want to thank Creature Caster. Woo woo! They have a big thing. Um, judgment with all their cool new models come in for that, and then of course the basic basic Creature Caster models and their uh, paint line Cuttlefish Colors, which I'll be using some of that tonight because I'll be working on one of my Judgment models. One of Mizzy's favorite, Ankura, uh, with his. Uh, I wanted to work on his pussy body, um, so I'm gonna make say that every model you use is probably not one of <laughs> Mizzy's favorites. To be honest, it is probably not. <laughs> Especially Ankura, he, he's a pain in the butt. But um, you shoot the skulls. Do what? They shoot the skulls. No, it's not the one that shoot the skulls. Ankura That's drops the a uh, bell. Most. Oh yeah, I know that much. Oh yeah, That's a shell. A shell shoots the flaming skulls. Uh, Baneon, if you're going to be doing uh, a raffle, each raffle is a hundred dice heads. So unless you got two hundred thousand points, you're not going to get raffle two hundred. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's got to do math now. Yeah. It's a math challenge. <laughs> each raffle ticket is a hundred points. Is a hundred a hundred points. So figure out how many points you get, and you can put it all in there. Um. So, um. What else? Who did I get? Everybody. Uh, creature caster also check out their tribe because you can get uh, it's like a patreon where you can get um uh what is it um a certain amount of minis and a fifth edition module that comes out with it um oh cool sort of like what um what is that company steamforged they do similar epic encounters I think it's called yeah sort so of thing you get everything there Bayon, if you have two, if you have twenty thousand points, you can get two hundred tickets. Um, I think he does, and it's not working. Mm, I wonder if you have to put brackets around it or something. I'll have to look at the widget and how it's no, supposed this, to do. No, no, it's raffle no, space two hundred. So. Space two hundred. Yeah, that'd be a negative, sir. It's not working. Hmm. hmm. I wonder why. 
Nope. Sora. That's weird. Well, on. I mean. Yay, tech issues. Nope. Negatory. We bor we borked it. Man. Oh well. Speaking of spending those. That's weird. Uh, I'll have to fix that out. But let's go ahead and get some other stuff. Let's get everything else out of the way. Um, I'll stop it and restart it and see how that goes. Um, but uh, did I get everybody? I think I got everybody. I believe you got everyone, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, like if you guys look at the Cuttlefish Colors and you're curious how one looks, you can ask one of us. Yes. You know, me or Gonzo. We have yeah. the sets willing to test them out. I know Nerd's got a bunch as well. Mm -hmm. We can test them out to see how they look for you because it's designed for a specific style of painting that we don't all use necessarily. And I found some of them like, oh, this is great for what I'm doing. So I'm like, okay, this doesn't work as well for what I'm doing, but I'm trying to use it in out of position, basically. So, I mean, the one, the, the blue I got worked great on Loki and helped me fix up his ice effects and looked much more icy now. A little too blue before, so I was pleased with that. Here's a fun question. What's your favorite cuttlefish color? I'm uh, liking the red right now. Right now? Which, which one? Kevin. Kevin? Kevin. Do you know, have, I told you it's the just story a behind good the brown that no one else has. Cast, right? Yeah, you were telling me on the on the past the paint water, which is a plug yep, yep, to yep. be a patron and get that too. Um, but yeah, like it's it's just a good brown that no one else has exactly that brown. It's just like oh, I need this brown. It's like I want a base coat brown. It's a great base coat for anything that's not going to be too dark of a brown too. Yeah, it's a great wood color, wood base yeah. color. Leather, even you can use it as the base for leather, and then then rather than having to worry about washing it down and making sure you get it there, you can just highlight it up from there. That's the one I've used, maybe not the most, because the that light blue I have to find. It's on my desk somewhere. It's probably not that one. There, there's one ice bluish that like I used in Loki that was great because it basically took a model I thought was done and like yeah the ice is okay and it just Wow. Uh, oh, my favorite is lush green. Is the lush valley green is probably the one I use the most. Oh yeah, ice dragon blue. Let's go ice dragon blue. <laughs> the red glaze. No, I, mean, I can't I remember what it is. When I can, just to try and see how they do. We've also both said the metallics. Enjoyed those so far. I that's what I have a full set of are the metallics. That's what I picked up at Adepticon because I love his metallic line. Let me know how your golds work. The for what I was using them for over black and or gold they weren't working but i'm not going to blame the color yet it could have been operator error probably uh i did have it takes a couple of coats but yes i did notice that when i was working on my captain hook when i was doing the gold on like his sword and stuff gotcha. um, yeah it just takes a couple extra coats because i used it, a it, scale a 75 and it like the first coat went on very rich and the second coat was much more yellowish and i'm like the actual fuck is going on here. So, like, both of Beta Ray Bill's boots looked a little different. Huh. So, I backed up and put it using a very old GW paint that I don't think they make anymore. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna try something here. I know it's not... Oh, wait, I don't have enough... Uh, I have enough points for a ticket, but... Yeah, I'm going to try something and see Raffle should be if... working now, so put in Looks like it. it's working. Nope. Okay, no. there's a command that sometimes works with if you just put max, it'll just use up yeah. your max. Go ahead and try it again, Vania. I don't want to try it myself because I actually don't want to win the raffle. I'd like you guys to win the raffle. No, no, 200 is too much. 
you'd want 20 or 50. I think you can go 50. You said you have 52K? Nope. Still too much. So, yeah, I just did it for myself, and I was able to give myself a ticket. Yeah, Bane, I need, need to do less than you that. You won't give me a ticket. ticket either. It's still because 100 ticket because math. I know. I have 110 points. Oh, yeah. Why does yours work? I don't know. Like, it should have given me a ticket. Uh, let me see. If there... Oh, there it goes. John Spencer, Banyan. It came in. Banyan's got 20. John Spencer's got one. Oh, yours didn't work, though. She should only get one ticket. Maybe there's a cooldown? Uh, it could nah. be lag. Oh, it could be cooldown, yeah. Good call on cooldown. Who knows? Technology is our friend. Yeah. Could be, could, and it also could be Twitch. We, you know, we had that problem with the pre-ramble, so no. just keep an eye on it. Ah, <laughs> could be Streamlab also. I don't understand. Nerd, are you following? Yeah. Hmm. Of course. Uh, I, that's how I had like a thousand plus points to to make. John, show us a transformer. Oh, that's right. You did pay you that. And last, and the last time <laughs> you were streaming, it made you wear ears, <laughs> even though nobody could see you. Yeah. Um, I sent sent the max to like two hundred tickets. So I don't know why. We'll have to do. Let me see. Setting. Dun, 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 dun. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. History. Uh... Oh well. It's working. Just don't know what's going on with it. Yep. Anyways. Just it doesn't it like me. I don't Important like questions. it either. Uh, it could be because you're a mod. No, I'm not. Uh, no, you're a mod, John. I'll... No, John's a mod too, so. Well, let's get back to the business of uh, the podcast as we work it out new shit because we're giving away stuff. Uh, do we have any shout outs this week? I mean, oh, yeah, I'm we sure do. things came across, but yeah, I do. didn't. Oh. Pee Wee Herman. Oh yeah, BB Herm friendship. Mm, uh, uh, and Connor. No, we got that, was last last that was last week. Yes, but, yeah, I wasn't yes. there. I didn't know. I know. It was. <laughs> yeah, Pee Wee Herman. Who? I mean. Paul Rubens. Yep. Apparently, the nicest guy in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, Everyone's stories like he was super cool to me, and you know, remembered me, and it's you know, you don't see that all the time. No. Yeah. Yeah, there was uh, it, somebody was talking about you know everything that happened with him and stuff, and I was like, well, you know, you've got like so many things that happened, you know, the Pee Wee's Playhouse, and then all the movies, and then the controversy about a theater, and then it kind of yeah, like, like wrecked the, him. One thing, and everyone's like, ah, oh, Pee Wee Herman, grr, and I'm like, one thing, can people not make one mistake? Granted, this is a hell of a mistake, but can people not make one mistake? They can. Forgiveness. Yeah. Just get over it. Pee Wee's Playhouse. And he didn't was... do it again. Oh, no. exactly. Pee Wee's. Uh... Mark Margolis. Who's Mark? Mizzy Margolis? just put Mark Margolis in the. Uh, oh, the actor chat. from uh, uh, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Oh, that's and, right. Uh... Thank you. I'm like, I knew there was a second actor. As soon as she said it, and I looked it up, I saw the picture as it was starting to load. I'm like, okay, I haven't seen Breaking Bad, but I saw this guy. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I think everybody has seen him in, in some form of a ton of stuff. Holy shit! Oh yeah. Oh, what's Tango with Terry? Pay for it and find out. Oh, somebody just did. Oh, who did it? 
Banyan paid for it. He just curious what it is. Look, here's Terry. Now I'm going to tango. I need to get a rose, but that's about it. Is he, he's, he's Terry the Triceratops? Yep. I remember, like I think I was watching, because I wasn't on one week, and this like literally came up as I was watching, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I gotta get a rose, but other than that, you know, it's Tango with Terry. Uh, better if you get a rose that has a Valkyrie bit in the center so it can stick to Terry's mouth as well. That's, I mean, I'm... The rose is going in my mouth. Fuck that. I'm taking the rose. Both mouths, because you can have it in Terry's <laughs> mouth and you can take it out because you actually are a human being, not a stuffy. What if I want to be a stuffy? Uh, I mean, you could identify as a stuffy if you want. I've seen weirder things on uh, Twitch. Yep, and now it's getting laggy again, of course. Yeah, it is the, by the way, if you're watching us on Twitch right now, uh, it is the Dallas server that is having issues from Twitch. We are not, technically not blaming Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we are breaking. There are like 4 million people streaming Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 3. Accurate. Yeah, I checked up... Um, the Twitch issue, and uh, you can check the Twitch servers, and Dallas is having issues right now. And that's who we but, go. That's where we go through. Mark Margola is an actor, been in a ton of things from Scarface to Breaking Bad. It's a ton. You have probably seen him in a movie or TV show. Oh, yeah. Am I going to lose my nerd credit for never having seen Scarface? No, I haven't no. seen Scarface either. Okay. But... It's coming through on one of those uh, Fathom events here in a month or two, so... Oh, okay. You can see it first time in the theater. I will have to contact my older brother, because that's his favorite movie. Also, if anyone cares, it's also showing Enter the Dragon, which, shock of shock... Never seen... I've never... I've oh, never seen a... Uh, why can't I think of his name? I've never seen a Bruce Lee movie, either. Enter the Dragon's next Sunday... I think I started watching it and ended up having to, like, leave for work or something, so I only saw, like, the first 15 minutes. Actually, for everyone's notes, it's actually next Sunday and then the following Wednesday, Enter the Dragon in the theater, so. Uh, Gonzo, slight chance might be late next Sunday. Oh, okay. Because it's 4 p.m. showing, I should be back in time, but there's a chance that (laughs) everything goes to hell when I don't. Uh, Scarface is in November. Um, let's see. Let's <laughs> go to the really big news. Uh, nerd, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am back with some of the Screwball peanut butter whiskey. Okay. I have it. I like it. I didn't feel like mix. I didn't have anything to mix with strawberry rum, so I went with peanut butter. <laughs> I could have mixed the two, but I wasn't sure how whiskey and rum would taste together. I would advise against. Yeah, <laughs> Josh, Especially because of the, the the extra flavors on those. Well, well it's because it, the strawberry and the strawberry and peanut butter would have given it that like peanut butter and jelly sandwich kind of a thing, but I don't think the fact that it was strawberry rum would help. I feel like if you do that, you have to add Guinness to be the bread. <laughs> You're welcome. It's so bad! Oh, God, it makes my stomach hurt. John, what are you drinking? 
Uh, well, I'm going to off with a shot of uh, your Maker's Mark. Well, it's okay. my Maker's Mark, but it's your favorite Maker's Mark. And then I'm following up. I've got a, uh, a uh, code fireball to uh, drink afterwards. Uh, to celebrate nerds new oh. joining, I am drinking a little bit of Sorta Liege. Oh, I have a little bit of Sorta Liege. So uh, he's taunting. Yeah, I am taunting everybody. Sort of leads, and you should be able to get it up where you're at because you're closer to the border than I am. It is maple syrup whiskey. Well, Ooh. it's a maple liqueur that has whiskey in it. Yes, <laughs> it's a maple liqueur that to has be whiskey technical. It. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's fun. It's drink. super super good. So if Still, you like maple syrup, once you drink it, you can never again go to like I'm gonna have uh, what's it called the the maple crown royale nah. yeah nah fuck you're like this is trash get this the fuck out of here okay are either of you familiar with the atrocity that is malort oh yeah fuck it <laughs> i had a friend try that for the first time yeah and he's no. like it doesn't it, it doesn't go away it just stays in your mouth yes. the flavor just lasts <laughs> yeah. every commercial for malort it like is a spot on based on what my friends have said so, so yeah i well, technically, Gonzo was supposed to try it in uh, at Adepticon, but his he did not. So I'm disappointed. Mm. I refuse because I know better than to try Look, the Lord. Let's I'm be honest. Originally I've, from near Chicago, I know about the Lord. I, I know about the Lord. I, I'd still try it once. Just say yes, I tried it. It is every bit as bad as someone says. It's like watching cats. Yes, I watched it once. It can fuck off forever. <laughs> I I don't need to see it ever again. I saw this is the movie version of somebody, I saw that with a couple of my friends. His his wife and I had seen Cats on stage when we were younger. So we at least knew what we were getting into. He had no idea. Uh, I had two other friends decide they were going to do it. Like, gentlemen, you can't leave bros hanging. I'm like, like we'll pay for it. Like, eh, like, And we'll buy you lunch after. It's like, all right, fine. So I, <laughs> okay. I, I didn't pay Bribe for it. Me. And I got lunch, and I'm still not sure it's worth it. If anyone ever cares, you can go look up in the archives on the internet of uh, Movie Emergency Cats. We recorded in the restaurant after we watched it, talked about uh, watching it. So, mm. yeah. Nope. Um, guys, we're going to do the same thing. If you see something, say something. If you can do something, do something. If you can't, find someone that will. Uh, what was the other one that you had in there, John? If you can hear something, say something. Yeah. I don't those people just fucking talk shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Be safe. Look after each other. Um, if we don't see you at Warfare Weekend, look for us. I'll be doing streaming on um, Tuesday night. Uh, Nerd will be on Friday. Got the podcast on Sunday. You can join the Discord and you can hang out with me there because I like to play video games and talk with people while I'm playing video games. And you can watch all the really, really, really weird shit happening in Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, there's a reason why we have to set certain settings if we stream it. But I can tell you all the cool things because there's some weird shit going on in that game. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Holy shit, that's good. I'll be honest, the maker mark, Maker's Mark is extra disappointing when I know you're drinking sort of leash. See, I, I bet that would be really good mixed with the maple root beer that Spreckers makes. 
I just like it plain. It, 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 it's it's just good enough to do just do plain. It's super drinkable. Oh, I'm sure it is, but I'm saying I bet it would also be really good with maple root beer. Fair. Um, I'm not going to. Some of the other liquor stores have that because I haven't I haven't had Sprecher's in a while. Usually I get the root beer, but actually the one one of the breweries I went to in Wisconsin, I think it's Riverside Brewery when I went to John Con um, a couple years ago, had, like, I'm not a big beer drinker, but I tried beer everywhere. Uh, but they had a really good root beer that was made with uh, with maple syrup. It was, like, really fucking tasty. Nice. Nice. Yeah, there wow. is uh, something going on with Twitch. Yep, right now. it's we're freezing a lot, so sorry about that. Nope, everyone, yep, bit rates in the red again. Yeah, see, my bit rates out Damn. is twenty seven. Damn you, Dallas! And I mean Dallas, the city, not Dallas, the AMG employee. Yeah, it's reading at twenty four or two point or twenty four hundred right now. KBS. Yeah, there's something going on. Not sure, but we're recording so people can listen to this later. Yeah, yep. the last 6.5 minutes. Yay. It's unstable. <laughs> Just like me. The good thing is you occasionally get some really good faces from us when it pauses. <laughs> yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a... I'm reporting issues while we're doing this, by the way, so they can Fair see enough. what's going on um, with Twitch Inspector. Because they're saying, uh, you have bad upload and download. I'm like, no, I don't. Bullshit! Because <laughs> everything else is fine. It's going to Twitch. Yep. So we'll have to wait and see. I'm, uh, like, I'm not gigabit internet. I know it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's been unstable for the last seven minutes and our video and everything on our OBS is fine. I can see John and nerd. No problem. We're having no issues. So it's something between something around in Twitch area. So video is not going to do good. Anyways, let us talk about role-playing games. RPGs? Oh, actually let's get, let's get to the Gen Con news real quick. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get to the quick Gen news. It stops coming out. Yeah, stuff. A lot of stuff is coming out. Thanks, John. It's so helpful. <laughs> More stuff is coming out. Uh, I think the bit one of the bigger ones is the fact that they're putting out a new core set for Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yep. Uh, it's fifty dollars more. It's a hundred and fifty, but it's got a little more terrain and more models in it. And very interestingly, all the models like have all the rules of the game. So you've got someone with minions, you've got someone who transforms. They they put a lot of the rules in the game so that this core stuff has that, which is a great idea. And they're all new versions of the characters, all new sculpts of the characters. So uh, veteran players can buy it as well. Yeah, I heard this, like, we're now on like the third uh, Steve Rogers. Third Captain third America, yep. yep. Third, third Steve Rogers. Captain America, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only th third Red Skull, technically. Because there's Red Skull, Master of Hydra, Red Skull from the core set, and then this Red Skull. Uh, second Doc Ock, second... 
Everyone else second because it's all the same guy. Second Ultron and everything. So it's really cool. Um, then they announced a bunch of other models coming out. Um, you may or may not be interested in. They showed good pictures of uh, Nightcrawler and Bishop and Iceman and Kitty Pride. And then Wenham, the the uh, Gwen Stacy Spider Woman with the Venom symbiote, and then also Scarlet Spider, which made Bowie very, very, very happy because he loves Scarlet Spider. Um, also, you can see like they released a lot of the cards for the guys from the Corset because they had it there. Or, uh, people were testing it, so you can you can easily find those and see what they do. Uh, a lot more leaders in that box set for interesting stuff. So, I mean, the MG News is all pretty cool. I don't know that they announced anything beyond that, really. I didn't hear anything for Shatterpoint, though I don't really look. It's pretty new, and reviews are fine. Not, like, blowing it up, but not like, oh, this is crap. And honestly, I don't hear X-Wing or any of the other game news. Legion's been very quiet as well, because they're kind of focusing on Shatterpoint. Yeah. Like the 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 Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff is the only th one of the few things they put out since Shatterpoint came out. So I've heard of a lot of different versions of Shatterpoint. Is it the same kind of base, or is I don't think it is. I think Shatterpoint is just the one game. I don't know of a second Shatterpoint. But... I swear there was a Warhammer Shatterpoint at some point. I don't think so. No, no this is um... something similarly named. Hold on. I'm gonna look this up while you guys are talking. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, Privateer Press did release a bunch of stuff. They released two new starter armies, um, their first 80 mil Warjack for Magnus. Um, their tables are all 3D terrain tables, by the way, <laughs> uh, which were really good. Um, and then what else? There were some other things. There were some other companies that released some new models. Uh, I didn't see a lot of good RPG news. I noticed we were releasing like some not core books, I mean, I've but seen expansion a bunch books. Of RPG news, but nothing like oh wow type stuff. Nothing like super buzz. Yeah. Like, oh, that that's fine, but like nothing that really penetrated to the point where it was like, oh, look at the buzz on this. Yeah. I mean, lots of lots of stuff. I mean, it's, it, honestly, it looks more like Gen Con. People were just there having fun. There was a lot of, you know celebrities in the gaming industry and all there and people were having fun it, it looks like it was a good time not necessarily a here's all the the newest releases in the universe yeah but yes gw may have announced something i didn't really see it but, i mean gw's in the middle of a new edition rollout so there's gonna be lots of releases yeah um which i did read the rules for recently honestly all like 11 pages what else? I mean, there was there was a, a decent amount of stuff that came out, but um, nothing that just made me go wow. Uh, I did. I want the models, but I'm not going to pay for it. But uh, Kingdom Death models, they had a lot of new Kingdom Death models, oh, and I was like, those models looked so cool. Yeah. I will never okay. buy it, but I was like, if if I was super rich, I would buy it and then pay someone to paint it all. That way, I could play with it because they were just so cool. They were some really big, cool models. But I didn't see I didn't see anything really awesome to come out for you know Gen Con this year. I, but I think that sort of fits with the way the gaming industry is right now. Yeah. It's they're not like holding releases of that with uh, you know us coming out of COVID. They're throwing stuff out there as it comes out, not like oh we're gonna hold for Gen Con. No, we're gonna throw it out now so we make our money. Yeah. Heck, the only other big news I heard was that uh, people found out that Watsi had a 
one of the artists doing something for one of their future books was using AI art. So they're like, oh, no, we're not going to allow this. We're going to work with that artist and get this shit fixed. Mm. I mean, which is pretty much what you have to do nowadays. Because yeah. until they regulate AI art to the point where they can know that it's not just fucking stealing, they need to reg- self-regulate. And then I appreciate that they are, you know? They didn't just let it go and not say anything. They said, oh, we weren't aware of this. We're going to talk to the artist. We'll work this shit out. I appreciate that from a company. Because Watsi has not had the best press since the Pinkertons, let's be honest. <laughs> Fucking Pinkertons. Ay, ay, ay. Um, I know the new Disney card game thing. Like, what? I thought it had released, but apparently they just had a big release at, at Gen Con. Um, where they lost $300,000 worth of cards, I believe. Was it them that lost it? Yeah, I heard, you told me that they lost and lost it, but I saw some people uh, opening packs. Looks like an interesting game, so the artwork's great. Yep. I got no qualms of people having a Disney card game. I don't know why people would, but that's how you get the kids in. You gotta start young. <laughs> that sounds terrible when you say it that way. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, there was uh, one of the things that happened was um, supposedly. Uh, someone sold three hundred thousand dollars worth of cards before Gen Con started up. So whenever they were like doing stuff, someone like put it on a pallet jack and took it out of the convention. That's what they said. Like they joke about it in movies and stuff. Just walk in like you own the place. Mm-hmm. It fucking works a lot of places. Oh yeah. So when that convention center when they're having stuff going on, hotels when there's a convention going on, it fucking works. To tell you or, stories. Or have a shade spire. Oh, that's right. Oh, Shadespire. Okay. That's, I was like, um, Shatter, Scatterpoint was like, for some reason, sticking in my so head. So that's a Warhammer Underworlds one, right? Uh-huh. That's one of the, okay, yeah. Warhammer Underworlds is cool. It's a board game. There's a, yeah. They put out so many cool sets for it. Like, I literally buy sets occasionally for it. I haven't played it in a while, but yeah, just cool models. Yeah. They was gonna ha- Somebody was going to have me paint them, but then... That didn't happen, but that's okay. I was like, I was trying to remember because I knew it was a board game, board game. Yeah, it is literally a boys board game, board game. Yeah, it's a two-player board game. Anyway, uh, Gen Con. you guys they were saying about Gen Con. They announced Hero, uh, Warhammer announced uh, Hero Deep, which is another Warhammer Underworlds. Okay. Uh, cool models. Looks like it's, uh, of course, um, Stormcast, and then looks like Hobgobliny dudes. Uh, new kill teams. No surprise there. It's more Blood Bowl stuff. Just rolling through here. Is this from this year? I think so. Just, yeah, pretty standard. Nothing crazy here. They didn't, they didn't throw any big releases here. No. Um, maybe I, that. I've considered getting into Blood Bowl just so I can get the oh, Grebo oh. Games Cutimals sets. This isn't even recent. From the UK. Where you can have. Yeah. That was not. That was not recent news. Ah. (laughs) I don't know why it came up first. Um. Probably the most red one. Yeah. Uh, Let me just hold on. It needs me to turn off my ad blocker for me to see this. Fine. No ad blocker on this page. Um, hey, I can go through this and just see what it shows. Jesus Christ, I want ad blocker. Because you get three ads! 
Well, let's see. Starfinder 2nd Edition from Paizo. Uh, oh, yeah, the Welcome to Night Vale RPG, which I assume is horror-related. It's from Renegade Game Studios, which does... Wait, uh what? Yeah, Welcome to Night Vale RPG. It's going to use the same sense. system as the G.I. Joe Transformers, My Little Pony, and Power Rangers game. Okay. okay. Which Gonzo and I can tell you about if you'd like, because Gonzo has the Power Rangers one, I have the G.I. Joe and Transformers one. I own the Transformers yeah, yeah. one also. Uh, cool, because yeah, I love Welcome to Night Vale. Excellent. That's that's good news. And um, we're doing more. I'm, I'm gonna try and find. Yeah, there's just some, not a ton of news here. I don't see a lot of GW news from there. Like I said, which is not surprising. They've just released the most recent edition, so they're just putting stuff out for it. Like I said, like I said, it doesn't feel like a lot of buzz on a lot of things from there. No, I'm glad I brought that up for you because actually I remember seeing that come through a Renegade Games uh, email that came in, and I'm like, oh cool, I don't know what that is. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, they also they they have the GI Joe and like basically all the Hasbro licenses for role playing games and board games. Because so if you like that stuff, like I love the GI Joe. Uh, deck building game it is super fun cooperative it's great that makes me miss my old uh uh x-files uh deck building game from back oh. in the 90s wow you're going old school I yeah well it came that. out at the same time as one of the magic lines oh. and the star wars card game at the time so it bombed uh so nerd you don't know I managed game stores and then owned a game store through 2000. Okay, okay. So I'm very familiar with the X-Files game. It it bombed because there was a glut of card games, not just the ones you mentioned. Just that Those was were the, the ones I knew of at the time. So many card People just vomiting card games out, trying to get something to stick. And there, there was some play in my local area, but not a ton. I mean, we... You'd be surprised what hit in my area besides magic. Highlander <laughs> so probably, card game. Did you guys also carry the Marvel comic book cards that were collectible in the in the early nineties? No, no. Mm. It was no, because early nineties is a little early for me, but we did do uh the, the Star Wars card game. Myself oh. and Bowie, who's a case in the chat room, Banion, we played the hell out of that. It was uh it was a good game until it wasn't. I was an avid collector of the art cards back in the day. Like, my brother collected baseball cards. I had my Marvel comic cards. <laughs> uh, I've done both. I did. Uh, I sold sports cards as well, because the first store I worked at was sports cards and gaming cards. Nice. That's a funny story, because my buddy who was a Marine would sell uh, cards, just mail order. And one night I'm helping him open packs for something to get singles. He's like, hey, if I opened a game store, would you come work for me? Yeah, of course I'd come work for you, man. That was like a Saturday. That Monday, he's like, hey, uh, you want to come work for me? I'm like, I, I, I have to give two weeks notice. <laughs> but for, for a couple of years there, I, were, I managed a game store, uh, card game store and trading and a uh, sports card store. And then got off work about 5 p.m. I would drive down to the next city down and run the magic card desk at the comic shop with a buddy of mine. Nice. Nice. Uh, well, we better get to role-playing games or we're going <laughs> to oh, yeah. spend the whole 
podcast talking about not role-playing games. Aside from Welcome Night. What? Us get distracted? That would never happen. It's it's on brand. Um, so this week, one of the most anticipated games in a while dropped, which is Baldur's Gate 3. Um, and they did a huge, you know, pre-stuff for it to, to get people to play. And um, I've been playing it. I know Nerd's been playing it. Uh, it is causing a lot of good sales and a lot of good people. And a lot of people are like very excited about it because it's a single player game. Although we did learn the co-op version is a little buggy and you can't keep kick people out. It's, Hey, we get together. We're all playing the co-op and we're all playing the co-op. <laughs> yep. And if somebody leaves, you pick up their character and have to control all of them. Yes. So it's not like a co-op, like I jump into John's game and then I leave John's game and then John gets his, all his NPCs back. No, you can't kick him out of the party. <laughs> yep, because we tried for, what, good half hour to do that? Yeah. So you would say if someone wants to play cooperative, you do a separate save, so to speak, for co-op and then a separate playthrough for the uh, yes. solo. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, and, and actually, it would be good to go, hey, us four people, let's get together and play co-op. And you just only play... Whenever you get all four of y'all together, you play just that co-op group uh, type thing. So um, I'm going to say that I played Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Uh, I played a little Divinity, uh, so I know that um, this game is legit fucking badass. Um, my, my big complaints about it is you're limited to a party of four, which I'm like, eh, I wish I had fifth. Um, with that, a fifth person that we can make my party a little bit more diverse, I could have, you know something else in there. Um, but you can only have four players, you and then three other NPCs. Um, it is not realistic in the D and D terms because every time my character jumps successfully, my entire party jumps successfully over pits. Uh, and we know that never happens in a role playing game. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> type thing. I was laughing at that. Cause I was like, Oh, my character that, you know, is I play a bard, just going to jump over this chasm to get to the other side. And then my, Fully full plate mill character jumps over and can do it no problem. I'm like, what the heck? Um, so if you successfully stealth, is the rest of your party successfully stealth? Uh, it depends if they're in the same area and they're in the same spot. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be the kicker. Um, and then what else? The story's been really good. The character interaction is really good. Um, I'm enjoying all the NPC dialogue. I'm enjoying getting to know the characters and getting to do stuff. And you get to make plenty of things. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're playing this game, this game is, has a lot of mature themes in it. Um, A lot, a lot, a lot of mature themes. You can have everybody naked um, genitalia show. There's sex scenes. There's other sex scenes. Um, So there's, there's a lot of adult to this. You can turn it all off. So you can get rid of it, so you don't have to see it um, and stuff. But uh, combat's really fun. It's your standard, you know, turn-based, you know, whatever, you know, moving around, getting things done. Um, the characters are very unique to each other. So it's not like if I choose the warlock or the wizard, they're the same, just, you know, different spells. The characters are pretty good and different. There's And you can kill off the NPCs. 
Uh, you can kill off your NPCs if you want to. Right yes, off the bat. You can. Yes, and completely you can. take them out of the story. Um, <laughs> the things that they did add into the game, which I think is good, is you can actually recruit NPCs um, that are like generic NPCs uh, in the game. Uh, there's an option to do that. And there's an option to respec um, and multi class. Um, multi yes. So there, there's that. It's been kind of fun. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I, I, I think it's an amazing game. This thing is awesome. I don't care what anybody says. This game is beyond belief great. I haven't heard anything bad aside from it's buggy as heck occasionally. Uh, the one bug that I that I run into is that the UI will disappear sometimes, um, and the only way that you can get out of it is by saving the game and then going back in. Uh, but Oof. there's a times when the that's, game. That's yeah, it's you have to save the game and then reload it, um, reload the save. Uh, this game, you definitely it doesn't auto save enough in my opinion, because you could lose like twenty minutes of gameplay because you, it doesn't have the auto save doesn't save enough. So, oh, so save early and often. Yes. Um, so you got to do that quite often. Um, what else? Character customization is a like. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that I'm having no issue with. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've been doing like the biggest problem I have is there's so much fucking stuff to do. I mean, it's not a problem. uh, No, no. For the most part, it's not, but I'm just like, fucking, Hey, I got to go here. I'm exploring here. I'm here. Oh shit. I have this quest I need to get started on. (laughs) Having a lot of gameplay in it sounds good compared to the other game I'm considering picking up, which is the most recent Ratchet and Clank, which is on PC. (gasps) Fucking thankfully. What? Yeah, it's on PC. Oh, Which one is that I one? I love the Ratchet and Clank. Whatever the newest Patrick and Clank is. Oh, yeah. Name. Played that on. Yeah, I, I got uh, that the on is, PlayStation. It's a little buggy, so I'm waiting a little bit, but still, Ratchet and Clank. I used to buy PlayStations for Ratchet and Clank. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. I used to rent Ratchet and Clank so that I could play it. <laughs> I might have to get a, a uh, controller so I can play Ratchet and Clank. It's been a long time. Been a while. Have you had to use a controller in a while? My games are keyboard or keyboard and mouse. Yeah. But I mean, Baldur's Gate's on my list, but I don't know if I'll get to it. You know, we're getting crazy, so we'll see. I'm curious now if I can run Baldur's Gate on my Steam Deck. I don't know if it'll Baldur's run. Gate Three. Probably not. I don't know. If you can find the old Baldur's Gates, maybe. I like. I love Baldur's Gate One. Baldur's Gate Two is decent. Um. It didn't hit the same way. I don't know why. Just, just didn't quite feel the same. But it's got Minsk, and I mean, Baldur's Gate Three has Minsk. Uh, Banyan says, "Quick fix for the UI disappear. Quick save with F5, then quick load with F8." Yeah, that's what you got to do. Uh, you can play Baldur's Gate Three on the Steam Deck. Nice. There's some, twi- some Twitch. Once some I tweaks. fix my Steam, once I fix the the. Uh... Joystick on my on my Steam Deck. I will do that. I'm always surprised <laughs> that you can play on that. People play MechWarrior Online on that. And I'm like, how? I'm impressed. I'm impressed. So, no, that's that's cool. I'm glad that it's out and it's good. Um, seemed like a thing that they should have Baldur's Gate three years ago because I mean, oh yeah, I mean Baldur's three space years ago, just because I mean Baldur's Gate two came out when. That was early in my fucking marriage. Uh, 
Uh, I think my first boyfriend after high school was playing Baldur's Gate 2. Uh, September 21st, like... 2000. Was Baldur's yep, Gate 2. I graduated 2000. 2000. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 2 is old enough to drink and change. Yeah. Like, that's when you're like, did you take advantage? I know they've had games since then, but... You know, people love some of the side characters in there. Like I was telling you beforehand, you know, talking about killing NPCs in Baldur's Gate 1, Dritz was in it for a second, and my ex-wife spent all the time killing him, but had to kill him and not lose Minsk and not lose Immowin because she wasn't going to play the game without those two NPCs. Fair. That tells you a game did it right. And I always felt like those were better than, like, I played Icewind Dale. Wasn't as good. I tried Dark Alliance, and it was just... Very different, I felt. I felt it was too different yeah. from playing. Icewind Dale was supposed to be the same sort of game. It just didn't feel the same because you made up your whole party. I, it sounds crazy, but having the random NPCs come into your party and you having to be like, oh, which NPCs do I choose? That feels much more like an interesting gameplay mechanic to me. Yeah. Though, I mean, honestly, multiplayering it and having you guys choose all the characters also seems pretty cool. That'll be fun if once we get like a full party together. I mean, I bet Mizzy has it. I'm gonna just take a wild guess that Mizzy has it. So I guess that means it's all eyes looking at John to get it. <laughs> yeah, John. Yeah, yeah John. <laughs> I'm the renegade. I'm the wild card. Just the black sheep. You hit the black sheep. There you go. Okay. I said that to my, my buddy Marshall. We were having uh, lunch yesterday. And I'm like, I've been reevaluating what games I'm going to play or not play to see if I have a good reason to not play it or if I'm just being a contrary asshole. Mm-hmm. Because I can be like that. Like, because he's like, why aren't you playing 40K with us? You've got models. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Am I just being a contrary asshole? I guess I am. John, so I'm trying to look at that a little more. Do you have a little bit of oppositional defiance? I do. <laughs> when I went military because uh, it would not have went well. Like, I feel like now I would function fine in the military side of the fact I'm almost fucking 50. Hmm. Like, mentally I'd function fine. Physically, I would be dead. Let's bury John. He's dead. <laughs> when I was young? Oh, fuck no. Holy shit. Young John was like, authority? Fuck authority! Now John's more logically fuck authority. I'm gonna fuck authority, but I'm not gonna know fuck authority. I'm gonna malicious compliance. Off topic, slightly. What? We never do that. You know I've been drinking, so it happens. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, Man, that was good. What else are we talking about? Uh, we're going to have derailed everything. Because <laughs> we were also talking about just role-playing a game in, in general, because uh, Nerd has a bunch of RPGs that you do on your own channel. Um, a ton of d and I'm jealous. A ton. She's just, like, playing shit. Uh, I run a weekly game. I play in two other weekly games. I'm pr- probably, because I joined you guys, I might have to drop out of my monthly game. Oh, but no. that's not the end of the world. <laughs> well, he they moved it from, like, Friday to Saturday to Sunday. And I'm like, what? Just quit moving the day. The oh, okay. Day, yeah, it'll be fine. That, but it has to do with the DM's work yeah. schedule, so. Yeah. 
Well, I had the only game I'd gotten to play recently was a Traveler game, and I had to drop out because work got really shitty, and I couldn't end COVID, and I couldn't guarantee I was going to have the ability to play. But yeah. I, let's just say in the last 20 years, we'll say 20 years, I've very rarely gotten to play role-playing games. Mm-hmm. DM a bunch. Have but you ever played Blades, really in the, Blades in the Dark? Or heard of I'm it? I not. Nope. I've heard okay. of it. I own it. I want to play it. Same. Same. So I'm playing in a variant that my friends wrote called Blades in the Wild, where we're playing in, like, the where we're dealing with, like, the Feywild. It's a fantasy base more than the, like, kind of steampunky, ghost-fueled world that is Blades in the Dark. But the the I think the mechanic that I love most about Blades in the Dark are the flashbacks. So you don't plan ahead; you plan backwards. You don't go. You don't get all of your equipment before you go in. You'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna flashback to me storing stuff in this tree the night before." And that's that's the opposite of the John. John is the planner. I plan ahead. I know. Planning backwards I seems like this... cheating. It makes you think, it forces you to think differently, and it forces more roleplay, and I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you kind of got to think four-dimensionally, because now you have time as a thing. You can you can not just be, like, linear. You can actually fuck with it a little bit, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, so you you got a lot of games going on. I know Gonzo's got a bunch. I've just got, I've got an every other week, uh, Genesis... <clears throat> where they're playing sort of basically Thunder the Barbarian, the role-playing game. Nice! Uh, we haven't gotten too much super tech in yet. We'll try to. I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to go. Genesis is a fine system, but it requires a lot of work because there's a lot of pre-made stuff right now. Oh. Um, and then I do an every other Friday D&D with uh, four people from my current job and not Brushhead Dave and the Jason who I used to work with and are my longtime friends and role-players. Uh, and I have to say, fifth edition is not bad, but this is gonna be—I'm I'm gonna drop the bombshell here. Fourth edition's way better as a fucking game master. Way better. <laughs> Monsters do shit. They're not just—I attack. It's exciting. Clickety clackety, I roll attackity. Well, yeah, that's the reason why I like descriptions and all when I can, but it's just like—it's it, not bad, but also the the monster tweakingness in fourth mm-hmm. edition is a lot better but nothing wrong with like this is no dig on fifth edition like older editions were like that too and as a player i feel like fifth edition is probably better than fourth edition there's not as much analysis paralysis and options to make you go oh i don't know what i'm doing you know terms why like uh destiny um or um the rpg we're playing that has the monsters aren't just attack they're, you know, oh, I get to use this ability and it does this cool stuff and everything. I don't mind if the monsters attack. It's actually just a combination of the monsters attack and it's not set up to make encounters easily. Like, I go to the monster menu, I'm like, where is the list of monsters by fucking level so I can see what I can fucking murder my players with that's not overleveled? Oh, there is none? I have to look through the entire book? That's a fucking short-sighted thing. Um, I don't have the system knowledge yet to know how much is too much to hit, how much is too much to damage, because let's be honest, 5th edition, I like a lot of the stuff they did. There's some parts that are really good, but parts I'm like, oh, this is ill-advised. But it all comes to system mastery. You know, like, you get me in there with a feng shui or a fucking, you know, hero system, I can, I don't even need to do prep. 
I can fucking do villains on the fly in my head. Yeah. This, I'm like, is this too much to hit? Is this too much damage? I don't actually fucking know. Because, like, second encounter, I almost dropped. I dropped half the party. There were many failed death saves that for second encounter. I almost decayed my party in the first session. <laughs> so I was running Yanni Two people rolled ones for death saves in the second encounter. I was like, oh, this is going to go poorly. <laughs> Luckily, there was just enough healing to keep to, to heal them up. So I'm like, okay, this is okay, I guess. Yeah, I was running Yawning Portal, which houses the entrance to Undermountain. So where does the party decide to go down the hole? Uh, Idiot. So I was just like, and you encounter a flock of dire geese. They're like, oh, that's not so bad. I'm like, okay, five of them have turns before you. They're like, okay. I'm like, they each have five heads, so they get 25 attacks before you get a chance. They're like, run! (laughs) All you have to say at that point was peace was never an option. Peace was never an option. Yeah, it, it, it's weird, you know? Like, I don't dislike 5th edition, and I feel like if you play it enough, if you run it enough, it'll get better. But coming in, there's a lot of stuff they've done in previous editions, like, well, in 4th edition, which is when I ran the most, 4th mm. and 3.5, um, that they that they don't have in 5th edition. It feels like an oversight. It feels like, well, yeah, we've made streamlines for players. Like, honestly... I had players who've never played before, and they're like, oh, I can level up. They look, read the book, and it was good. Cool, you can level up. That's awesome. Most of the time, second changing a level in a game when you're a new player is fucking a problem. I remember when I started learning Pathfinder 1st Edition, and I was lost. I had to have, yeah. every time we leveled up, I had to have my DM help me with all the math. Yeah. It's got to be your second campaign before you even remotely are good for leveling up in that. Yeah. Same with, like, 4th edition, 3rd edition. Oh, I like that level up, but it puts so much more on the GM, and that's a problem. Because as a GM, you want... I feel now more pressure on me to be more descriptive, like, you know, like the Twitch and all that GMs, like the Matt Mercers and mm-hmm. the and Red everything. And Mulligans and... Yes. Yeah. You want to be more descriptive, you want to put that in there. And I'm okay at getting that in, but I don't have the system knowledge. Like, I fucking just make shit up on the fly. Yeah. So I can't give you an advantage for that. Fuck it, I don't care. Like, like, one of my characters is an albatross, because we're using the animal adventures. And she's like, I'm going to swoop down and fire a fireball. Like, cool, you know what? You get advantage on that attack, because they weren't expecting you to fucking dive bomb them. You know, kobolds are not known for their anti-air ability. (laughs) <laughs> so you know i'll do stuff like that and all and I, and I i love advantage and disadvantage it's so quick and easy to use it's not like oh how much of a penalty do you no fucking just uh, disadvantage or advantage it's great great function if you ever run your help, games that on, helps a lot if you ever run your games on twitch you can always add the chaos that i do i have chat's ability to uh grant bless guidance or bardic inspiration for, okay. for points for for uh, bits, they can grant disadvantage or disadvantage to anyone, including me. And for gifted subs, they can add a Cards Against Humanity draw. Okay. <laughs> I only yeah, do this I... in my I do this in my one shots, but it's 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 a lot of fun. Let me tell you, I've only played two sessions of a game online ever. Every other game I've played have been in person or. Some old play-by-email, play-by-post stuff way, way back in the day. Gotcha. Um, like, the two games I run are both in person. 
I miss in-person games. I've been playing online for four years now, like just before the pandemic. And like, I feel like the I was just almost getting into there. an in-person like, game and the pandemic hit. And I was like, no. like one step away from being what I would consider there, where you could, in my opinion, replace it enough for me to consider it as an option most of the time. Yeah. Like, obviously... Like, I've actually had people invite me, like, hey, do you want to play this game with us? I'm like, I appreciate you asking, but um, don't have the time, and online's not really my thing. Yeah. Like, it's, my it's a group, very different guys, beast. Like, yeah, it is. And like I said, I, I played the couple sessions, and I just felt like the... Even if you use Discord, the voice thing is not good enough yet. It's like a, people it's talk almost over there. People each other, people... Uh, you don't get the body language of the characters. Yep. And you'll you'll know this very quickly. Gonzo and I know this. It takes a long time for people in a chat, in a, in, in a multi-call, to know when to hold them and when to fold them. Yep. You know? Because I can tell when you're about to say something, because i got a visual on you sometime, and I can like, oh, let's let, let nerd have her chance. You can't always get that. And I think that's the thing. If we get past that, if you'll get more used to it, that'll be the next level. And it'll be a great level. I mean, because honestly, there's a lot of good things you can do online. You know, my my cousin John was the game master of that game. He had maps and everything. I'm like, this is great. It's just the voice stuff is driving me fucking up the wall. And, and I have this thing where I go around the table every time something like, every time there's a chance to act that's not initiative order, Look at him, it's like, hold on. Go around the table, clockwise, every time. Nice. Just so nice. everyone has a chance to do something. Say what you're going to do. Boom, 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 boom. Cool, let's do the things. Cool. I like that. Yeah, it, it works. Cause we, people like just try to, like, oh, no, no, stop. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And it's great because sometimes they build off each other. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I see he's getting ready to do this thing. I'm going to do this thing to help. Cool, that's awesome. You know, that whole aid skill becomes way way more useful if you see someone's about to make a skill roll. Yeah. Now, so, do you this, this, use uh, skill challenges when you run D&D? Uh, I have not yet, but I'm not opposed to it. It was a part of 4th edition that I thought was underutilized, and the way it was explained seemed very arbitrary and caused a lot of negativity, but I love the idea of it. Yeah, that's something that DMs that I've played with uh, have incorporated into 5th edition games that they brought from 4th edition, and I love it. I've it's been like, trying to figure out how to incorporate it more into my games. I'll be honest. Um, call it social combat and skill challenges are the things that every single game out there needs to work on. Yeah. I feel like most of them, as soon as they become an actual role-playing game and in our hands, the combat's probably fine except for a couple, but probably fine. Yeah. But the other games, like, you need to, you you need a little structure to this stuff, you know? How do we do this? You can't just role-play through it, because not everyone is good at, you know, not everyone's as charismatic as their character, you know? Yep. Yeah. My character's Charisma 18. I am not Charisma 18. I cannot be this charming as my character. <laughs> or as intimidating. <clears throat> at some point, there has to be a role in there, and you need rules to help judge that it's one thing i like about and godzilla's genesis is they actually theoretically have social combat as a fucking thing yep so uh just waiting for the perfect game so to speak 
Well, that that's a great segue into my next question. What is an RPG that you that you haven't played that you would love to play a game of or get into a campaign of? Ooh. That's not a fair question. It could be any game for John. <laughs> okay, what about your top three? Um, so my number one is I wanted to play a superhero game. I've okay. run superhero games for 20 fucking years, and I've not gotten to play in a very, very long time. Okay, I've played Masks, you know? which is a lot of fun. It's a Powered by the Apocalypse game. We do a lot of uh, Hero System champions. Mm, um, it's okay. a great system. It, it, as soon as you get knowledge of it, it's great. You can do anything you need to. I have um, Prowlers and Paragons that my buddy Mike Sirbrook has helped Another work on. I, it's like it's sort of like Champions Light, but it's got a little more storytelling ability in it, which I like. Um, but... Um, hmm. yeah, I, I just, I just something. Was there's a couple of uh, games that I picked up um, recently. I wouldn't mind playing in a game of die, like a one shot and die. Um, but there is also what was the other one that they did? Um, there was another one they did that I thought was really interesting. I can't remember. Um, I do want to play Blades in the Dark. I have I have a ton of RPGs. I'd like to play Blackbirds because it's okay, like I'm not it's, familiar with that one. Uh, it's it's off the Zweihander uh, thing. I've got it. and It looks really cool, but it's it you got to have a, someone that really knows the rules on that one. Um, of, I'm waiting for Bowie to run uh, Transformers. He's the Transformers guy locally. I'm putting it on him. He's got to run. He's got to run Transformers for us all. <laughs> I would love to find somebody to run the the Dresden Files RPG. I've played in that, and that is a very hard RPG to run because the system, if you use the, you know, whatever the system is called, it's like the plus or minus system yeah. dice roll. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, it, it can be a challenge, but I, I've played in that. That's I like. Fair. It's got a good book, though. I like a oh, lot yeah. of things, and the city building in that is super cool. Yep. It was really good. I played a uh, a Fey Knight. I was a human that was uh, attached to the Fey Court, and I was nice. a Fey Knight. Because I've been Pretty making sorry. my way through the Dresden Files book series finally, and oh. so I'm just like, I would love to play an RPG in that world. I read three, and I was like, this is fine, but like, I'm sure it probably gets better. But after the third one, I'm like, it's a little derivative at this point, and I'm not really in anymore. I've been doing the, the audio books. Okay. Might be a little better than it might cut out some stuff. That's some of the derivative stuff, but like, I don't have any, any animosity towards it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I actually find I play a lot more. I run a lot more systems that are able to do multiple things or I can shoehorn multiple things into it. Like champion slash the hero system. I can do anything. Fair. Like anything at all. You want it. I can probably build it. I may or may not even need a computer or a pen and paper to do that. Um, but that's because I've been playing it for a very long time. Other one I use is Feng Shui, which is made for its own world. Thanks, man. You're on Fate system. But mm. I've used it for all sorts of things. We did um, fantasy in it because we wanted to do fantasy. You can do anything in it. You just need a little box. It's a super simple system, and that goes a long way. Okay. Uh, Voidheart is uh, Rowan. Uh, the people that made Die, they wrote Voidheart, and it's like a... It is a superhero RPG, but it is very dark RPG. Yeah, that's 
that's not my thing. Yeah, no, no, it definitely would not be something you yeah. would play. But uh, Dark Superheroes is very good for the occasional story, but as a setting, is not superhero. Yeah. It's not my thing. Yeah. Oh, it's like um, the boys it's too much for me. But like watching like Watchmen. Watchmen's dark. Mm-hmm. Like as a graphic novel or a movie, good job. It's a good deconstruction. I love it. But as like a consistent thing, like letting Zack Snyder fucking direct de- superhero movies is terrible. Yeah. Uh, another one that's always held my interest is the Scion uh, RPG, mm-hmm. where you start as like a demigod. Or, no, you're, like, a hero, then a demigod, and then a god. Okay, I gotcha. It's it's, it, you, it's you, Scion with an S, not a P, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, there uh, is a... Then, I, I actually own that one. Played that I really, really want to play is White Thirsty Wolf. Sword Lesbians. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people want to play that. I've heard good it's things. It's great! It's supposed to be really, I've only heard really good. good things were absolute terrible things from the people I don't care about their opinion of and I know are that kind of person. So I'm like, ah, that's just a reaffirmation that it's actually great and you guys are trash. Yes. Uh, if you like Scion, Exalted is another one that fits that type of persona. And Exalted, okay. um, the new edition. I would probably play Exalted edition. for Scion, but that's just because, like, no hatred really for the White Wolf guys, but I don't really play any of their games. Well, yeah. true. I'll play Street Fighter. Someone's from Street Fighter. I'll play Street Fighter. I love Street Fighter. I have all the books. <laughs> it was actually a pretty fun game to play. There was we a did Street a campaign Fighter back RPG. in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's over on my shelf. See, I was only aware of Werewolf and Vampire. It, it oh, uses the mommy. same sort of system as them, but the combat's a lot more map based because you like you have movement and all that stuff like you would in a Street Fighter game. It was really okay. cool. And you don't need the map. We played it Theater of the Mind. It was super fun. Um, it's just an interesting game, you know. I don't like. I don't have any hatred. I just feel like their system evolved from the first from their first edition to later editions, and I haven't seen the most recent. To be, they made some poor decisions, in my opinion, gameplay wise. When it becomes easier to fuck something up than actually succeed, you need to get the fuck out of here. Fair. You know, you're rolling d10s and ones or two failures. Like, fuck right off. Yeah, there was a, there's a lot of the World of Darkness stuff. There was a lot of good ones in yeah. there. Mummy, like, uh, Fae, or honest, Changeling. World of Darkness was and White Wolf was absolutely great because it fucking changed the entire RPG mm-hmm. environment overnight. Because yeah. it became not just D&D and a handful of other things. It, this is a whole different thing in here. It was great. Yeah. Because... You know, I was doing it at the time. We bought Vampire First Edition. Like, oh, this is interesting. Changeling was their Fae, where you played Fae creatures yeah, that escaped. Fae. Mage the Ascension was weird, but cool. Yep. Magic, but you can't be too obvious about it. Yep. Uh, Mummy, then you had Hunters, where you could play Hunters that hunted people. Yeah, Street so. Fighter that they licensed. They only made a couple books for it, but, I mean, it was my favorite of the group, which really shouldn't surprise anyone, given John... <laughs> but I can't remember if I asked you this when you had me guess spot. What was the first RPG you ever played? D and D. Technically, Redbox. Uh, yeah, Redbox. Uh, was it eighties? But so technically, I 
the first one I owned, someone had given me some. It wasn't the first one I played with other people. The first one I played with other people was a uh, Palladium Books one called Heroes Unlimited, way back first edition of the day. And we played it very, very, very wrong. Hmm. Very wrong. Eventually we figured it out, but very wrong. My introduction to role-playing was completely paperless and diceless. Oh. I played Amber. Mm-hmm. Amber was wow. one of the best okay. was one of the best paperless diceless games out there. Mm-hmm. I mean I think it was the only it was it was very interesting. We we me and my buddy James had a copy. Um we looked was at it, it like sixth grade. <laughs> we immediately discounted it because like it, it was cool but it was not what we were looking for. But you know, there like uh, it does nowadays. We used to just buy role playing games, read them and put them on the shelf. Yeah. That shot's fired by the way, Gonzo. Yep. I'm there. No Speaking of which, I send you all that stuff for uh, uh, giveaways at uh, Warfare Weekend. I will put in the book for Stargate. Okay. Because I have absolutely no need for it. Like, Stargate is fine, but I'm not going to run a game on it. Fair. Stargate would be fun, but I can see why that would be. Yeah, the next on my list when we get done with uh, Thundar, you know, with, with using. Uh, um, Genesis is probably going to be G.I. Joe. So we can see that system in, in, in use unless one of my crew decides to run something, which is fucking never going to happen. So I might even worry about that. Anyways, we should probably start talking about media because we are definitely going over. That's okay. Oh, we're having a good what? time. I, I blame Twitch. I blame Twitch. It's yeah. Twitch's fault. Which we're, we're well, back now to you normal now. The ADHD kid in the group. <laughs> Uh, before we do that, let's go ahead and uh, give our giveaway. We're going to close entries. Five, four, three, two, one. Entries are closed. All right, we're going to pick a winner. If more than dice wins, I'll give it to Baneon. <laughs> so, I want to tell you. I have won the last four raffles I've been in on any streams. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Literally, the three times in a row on another guy's stream, he does MWO streams. I only tone in once in a while because he's Australian and he does it weird times. But I come in and I'm like, oh, cool, he's going to give away. I'm watching him play MWO and I just jump in and like, you won this. I'm like, you won this again. I'm like, how is this third time? I'm like, what is going on? I just show up and win. Oh, that's funny. They give it to Banyan. Yeah. So I figured you would give it. I won. Banyan, I'll, I'll give you the code. But I have an Elvira and a poodle. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I can't really show off mine because all those things I won were, were you know, uh, premium currency for MechWarrior Online. So Fair. But it's still funny that I just come in and join and just win. I'm like, well... I even mentioned, like, hey, this is becoming a habit. Now I think it's a conspiracy. C-O-N-spiracy. Let me go on. I'll just... I got a bunch of stuff, but let's go ahead and switch over to... I want to talk about something I watched this week. Um, Guardians 3. Not watched yet. Was gonna, but ran out of time. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it because it just came out, and I know a lot of people are waiting for it to come out on Disney. Um, 
That's the only thing that I'm saying about it. Yeah, there's three parts. There's one part that's like, oh, shit, I'm so sad. This sucks. Um, One, happy cry. And then two, happy cry that it's, you know, done type thing. Um, I think it was a little too long, in my opinion. It was like two and a half hours long. Um, And I think you could have cut out some of this stuff. Um, Overall, it was good, though. It was fun. It was what I expected from a Guardians movie. Um, they said that some people are going to come back for other things, but pretty much Guardians are done. I'm okay. Just leave it go. Let it go. You know, you don't yeah. have to force yeah. anything. All things have to come to an end. Yeah. All good things, as the episode says. Yeah. It, it was good. It was fun. I would give it probably a one. And the only reason one, because I think it was just a little too long. I think they could have cut out some stuff, but there was some good heartfelt stuff. There were some good sad well, parts. Um, I know it's universally loved and loved enough. People are like, is it the best trilogy in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I'm like, well, Captain America exists, so fucking no. <laughs> it was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, it made you cry where it wanted to make you cry, which I think is interesting because they're like, we want you to cry at this part. You're do- the, the And you're doing was, that. was fucking, it got me. Yeah. The end of two got me. There, there's a couple of them that... They 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 pulled at the heartstrings on purpose, and they made you feel something. But I like when movies try to make you feel something, and you do feel something. Because if you try to make me feel emotions, and you, I don't feel the emotions, aka Secret Invasion, um, I don't give don't a crap. Don't even get me started Infinity on War? Secret Invasion. <laughs> Look, that, that was why that Infinity War lost me. They, they yeah. tried to make you feel something at a certain point. I'm like, you didn't hurt. Like... It's fucking something to say this for a series that took so long to build up. You didn't fucking earn this part. No. It felt fucking contrived. Yeah, it was It was not. So, but I mean, it it was really good. I give it a one. Playing out. Cool. I enjoyed it. I'll probably watch it again. I, I want to watch it again at the house. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. John? See- oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What's your convention? Oh, I was going to say Secret Invasion. Uh, the the big thing with that is I know they had to rework the ending because of the release schedule of movies and to have to have the tie-in so the ending feels super rushed without giving any plot away. I mean, I watched the first episode and have not watched any since, so... I, I had mm. a month off between the first episode and when I started watching the rest of it. Yeah, I might, I might get that because it's all out now, so I can just go watch one a day like I want to. But we'll see. Yeah. I got other things in, in the thing. It's I want to see Ben Mendelsohn and, and Samuel Jackson because those are great actors. They're doing a good job. I just also I stated this to a couple buddies. I may say this here is that it felt too much like the plot of Falcon and Winter Soldier, just with no sympathy for the fucking antagonists. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see and, that. It also does the one thing, and I agree they'll state for the fact this is a John problem. It completely invalidates good points of earlier movies. One of the best parts of Captain Marvel was that the Skrulls weren't the bad guys. That twist was great. And then they go off to find a new planet. You're telling me in those years since that and this, they didn't find a planet, and now Skrulls are bad guys. You just fucking took the end of that, that great ending and shit all over it. That's yeah. so why I never watch Alien 3, because they shit on Alien 2. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I just pretend that Alien 3 doesn't exist. Yeah, I do too. Anyways, uh, I'll do out of order. Um, I will state, I tried to watch Transformers Rise of the Beast, but did not 
get more than 45 minutes into it. I was just like not feeling it. So I'll put it aside. I'll finish it later. Um, but instead, it is the 30th anniversary of The Fugitive. What? So watch The Fugitive. Yeah. Damn. If you go on Twitter, there's a big thread a guy did of like bunch of notes from the movie. And it is shocking the movie got made. There's a funny note that, you know, they were just doing what they could for it. Most of the dialogue was ad-libbed, especially uh, Joe Pantalone and, and, and uh, fucking uh, Tommy Lee Jones. And Tommy Jones is like, don't worry about it, just have fun. No one's going to win an Oscar from this. <laughs> and then he wins the Best Supporting Actor Oscar. Yeah. Well-deserved, because, like, I love Harrison Ford. He does a great job in this. Tommy Lee Jones is this movie. Yeah. Samuel Gerard, like, he holds it every time. Enough that they got the the soft sequel um, called U.S. Marshals. And I would have seen more of those movies. Tommy Jones and his crew is great. Um, but this movie is great. Harrison Ford is good in it because it's a little out of type for him. It's sort of thriller mystery. And I just enjoy the crap out of it. It's It's got a bunch of twists, a bunch of... Uh, Things you expect are going to happen don't happen the way you think they are. And it just, people overlook it, you know, it doesn't get a lot of buzz anymore, but it's a good, good movie and people should watch it. I'm going to give it like half a space herpes. It is a fun watch. It's not one I'd rewatch more than maybe one a year because, I mean, you know, all the twists are coming, but it's still an enjoyable rewatch, especially for Samuel L. Jackson. Just, he's almost chewing the scenery, but he's doing it in not that overacting way. He's just, every scene he is, he's the fucking focus because he's Tommy Lee Jones. And funny that he thought it was going to ruin his career. Instead, it fucking really? revitalized it. Yeah. Really? Like the, the background huh. of this movie was like, it was a troubled production. No one thought it was going to be anything. It ends up being just fucking great. So, nerd, what did you watch? Uh, I rewatched something and I blame Mizzy. <laughs> was it Ready Player One? Yes, it was. <laughs> My husband had never seen it. So he sits down halfway through the movie and is trying to figure out what the heck is going on. But he started picking up on... It was fun watching it with him because he picked up on so many characters that I couldn't recognize. Oh, like in the scene at the end? Holy moly, yeah. It's like yeah, everyone. or just in background of any time that they're in the Oasis and you're seeing other pop culture Look. characters. He's like, oh, when he dressed up in the suit that Buckaroo Banzai wore in Buckaroo Banzai, I was like, fucking A, that is, that is specifically a John moment. Like, it's not a lot of people know Buckaroo Banzai. But I, I love Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, Buckaroo Banzai is fantastic in its own right. Um, but I agree with Mizzy and to a degree, because they are very different entities in my mind, because the book is all about the 80s and Spielberg. Spielberg doesn't self-reference. So they had to sneak references into Spielberg movies into the movie and then completely like tweak it, tweak the storyline to not be so focused on Spielberg movies. Yeah, I mean, I remember Captain Mizzy's response to the whole thing is much more like Gonzo. I, I think you both have problems. <laughs> Sorry, Mizzy. Like, they're different. You have to understand at some point these things are different. It's like the guys are like, I can't watch Lord of the Rings because the books. I'm like, you need help, sir or ma'am. 
I was just talking to a friend this weekend and it was asking, okay, I'm like, okay, I know you love Lord of the Rings, but how hardcore are you about Lord of the Rings? Because he hadn't watched Rings of Power yet. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Is that getting just... frothing at the mouth? Like, oh, that's not how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be honest. I was not expecting much from um, Ready Player One. I'm not going to read the book. Let's be honest. It's been too long. I got too many other things on my thing. It's not going to happen. If you want to read his fine. other book, Armada, it's basically a retelling of Last Starfighter. I just... But the audiobooks are read by Will Wheaton, so you can't go too wrong. Fair. <laughs> I, I'm just the thing. I, I don't listen to audiobooks. I read them. And like at a certain point, it's like, I'll just watch the movie. The movie's perfectly fine. In fact, in most cases, I read the book and I'm like, oh, the book's good. I like the movie better. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's the medium of your choice. I'm no, no, really busy. curious. Further. It's okay. Now that I've started rewatching Wheel of Time, to go and start reading the Wheel of, or start listening to the Wheel of Time books. I know there's a million of them. Yeah. But since I'm now running a low magic campaign and that's been a huge influence on it. I'm really curious to go read the books. Like, so I can understand where Gonzo and Mizzy are coming from with that and all and everything, but, and it's like, I understand if like you watch the Dragonlance animated movie and then you can read the books. You're like, well, you fuck this animated movie. Like, yes. Wait, there's but... a Dragonlance animated movie? Oh God, it's bad. <laughs> it's not <laughs> that bad. It's fucking fine. It's fine. It's not great. It's fine. Yeah. That's the thing. It's it's like a book is way better. Yeah, but you know what? Guess what? I'm not at a point anymore where I can read the book in two hours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious then, about Ready Player Two, to, but like it completely bombed after its release because it was delayed because of the pandemic and stuff, and it yeah, just there, came out. Some things too I feel like the sequel the is. One. Well, you can do that as. Maverick and Top Gun Maverick and all have shown, but you have to do That's it right. But you have did. to do it really right. Yeah. I will see you in a decade. Thanks, Banyan. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, what, what would you give uh, Ready Player One? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. I give it two Space Arby's. Okay. Well, I've I seen Kathy a lot of better like movies, one, one but half. it's visually stunning i yes. love the cast and ben mendelson is a bad guy never fails to go wrong Look, like uh, my introduction ben to him, period never goes wrong yeah my introduction <laughs> to him was rogue one yeah and then ready player two red ready player one and now secret invasion he, he's still he's a good actor in all of it yeah. Captain Marvel, he's, he's just a good actor. Like, that's why I yeah. want to see more of Secret Invasion, because I want to see the good actors. Yes, yes. Um, right. uh, and then, I, as I was telling you guys when, I, when we first started, I just finished season two of Good Omens, and I was thankfully warned that the final episode was not the happy-go-lucky storyline that the rest of the series had been, the rest of the season yeah. had been. It wasn't That's as whimsical. Dangerous. Uh, I, dangerous in series. I, I have a... Yeah. I watched it too. I finished it out. <clears throat> and 
I didn't think it was as good as one, uh, season yeah. one, uh, but it did have some good parts. And with the way the climate is right now of um, the writer strike and stuff, I think that may be our last season of Good Omens. Honestly, um, and it's going to leave it on a very sour note. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's dangerous like that. So, but I mean, it, 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 it's okay. They're, they're telling their story; they want to tell it, so I'm not I'm not worried yeah. about it. No, no, but I'm not I mean, about it. I'm just like, dang. I want to see thinking about anything. They're just, I love it when someone's focused on telling the story they want to tell mm-hmm. and they don't care about, we're going to get another season. We're going to some people. We're just telling our fucking story. Like it or not like it, get the fuck out of here. We don't care. So. Yeah. Though, what do you, what do you give it? Uh, I'd give it a two probably yeah. versus first season having a one. Yeah. I, I agree with you. It, it, it wasn't, wasn't as good. good. Yeah. Writing wasn't as good. Story wasn't as good, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Better and than poking the eye with a stick. I love John Hamm Most and are. everything that he does, especially if he's doing a comedic role. Yeah, his comedic timing is very good. Yes. Um, Gonzo, you got a quick one? Yeah. Um, yeah, because we only got a couple of minutes left. Um, I watched season three of The Dragon Prince. Um <gasps> And so I wanted to reiterate that season two was not that great. The last season was just okay. This season was very good. It took it back to the roots of being silly and quirky at times, of not taking itself serious, doing fun things. Um, It's got a lot going for it. And I'm really, really glad that they're going to be able to finish the series out, hopefully, because they've already been funded for the entire series. Yeah. Yeah. So we got that issue going on, but I hope that they get to because they, you know, it, it was it's such a good story. And I, I have the RPG. I even actually have the board game of Dragon Prince. Yeah, there's a board game and there's an RPG, too. Um, and I really I like about it. The RPG. I didn't know about the board game, but I don't yeah, think it comes with miniatures, too. Would play that with me because none of my friends have watched it. Yeah, and it's got and it's got miniatures with it, too. So and I had them professionally painted. <laughs> By a friend I of wanna, mine. I want bait the glow toad. Yeah, it's there. It's there. <laughs> I may or may not have incorporated glow toads into a into one of my homebrew campaigns just because of that show. Yeah, it's awesome. it is really really good and really really fun. I really enjoy the series. I can't wait to meet even more. Hey, and look, yes, there is, and look who's on the top of them. <laughs> Okay, I just went full squee. Um, Nothing yeah. wrong with that at all. Yeah, there's... I I really like I this love, series. I love side characters that don't talk. They tend to be the most expressive and the most the ones that I identify with the most. Um, like so you, and Chicken Little. So or, you love Hey Hey. Yeah, oh, Hey Hey's my boy. You will enjoy this season, especially if you like Bait, because Bait is even better in this one. And something else comes happen with season bait. three yet, but I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, go ahead and start watching season three, and then we can talk. You can talk to me about it. Type thing. It it was really good. I we need more animation like this because the animation has actually stepped up even further this time too. Um, they they stepped up the version a little bit more, so it's been pretty good. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. I I want more 
Um, I'm waiting for the new because uh, I mean it, it, it goes along the lines of Last Airbender, and we're getting more of that pretty soon. And so I just want some good, just good fun TV. Yeah, I, I, li- I like the, the whole reason I have moon elves and sun elves in my new campaign. Yeah, I mean I like. Don't get me wrong, I like a good dark story and stuff. But I don't want a dark reality story, so I like good, you know, good reality stories, a.k.a. Um, Ted Lasso. So mm. I, I, really, I really enjoy this series. So. Uh, speaking of Netflix, animated Netflix series, have you ever watched Kipo in the Age of the Wonder Beast? All of it, and it is a fucking amazing series. It's like watching a graphic novel. Oh, yeah. And it is it's the so bees. Good. The bees are my favorite part. I no, love the bees. bees. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. The bees are awesome. Kipo is amazing. Um, it's a good, fun series. Um, great art. That's why, I have, that's why I have Megafauna in my current campaign. <laughs> was I was watching that at the time I was writing my this campaign. Yeah. And I, I, and I really liked, I really liked uh, Kipo because it was unique. It was a very yes. unique take and a very unique story yes. type thing. And I'm glad it got an ending to it also. Um, hey, it's 8.30. Yeah. Uh, Banyan said, what elves? That's moon and sun elves. I will fucking murder you, Banyan. <laughs> I will fucking murder you. I know where you're going. It's to hell after I kill you. <laughs> what? I'm missing something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a long story. I'll yes, Mizzy Kipo. Kipo. Kipo is life. Yeah. And the soundtrack is just as good. Oh yeah, the soundtrack's amazing. Guys, we're going to uh, send you off to the Painting Dead. Since you're going to watch me paint, you can watch him paint. He's going to be painting some Warhammer stuff. Uh, we're going to send hey. you off to him um, and everything. Uh, we apologize, of course, for the video streaming issues. Uh, we have no clue what it is. It cleared up, finally. Uh, it's a little bit yeah. laggy, but it did clear up. Um, so, um, guys, we really appreciate y'all. Y'all don't know how much uh, this is our good Sunday night where we get to have fun and get to do things um, and to hang out with everybody uh, and talk about cool stuff. Uh, we want to make sure. Welcome, nerd, to the team. I'm glad she's here. Um, we will be releasing a new episode of uh, Pass the Paint Water. And hey, if we can get two other people to pick up Baldur's Gate 3, we might do a Pass the Paint Water Baldur's Gate 3 episode. And do that oh, too. Captain Izzy has not picked one up yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, please take care of yourself. Please take care of others. If you see something, say something. If you see, if you can do something, do something. If you hear something, do something also. Um, just be safe out there, guys, and stay yeah. hydrated. Yes. Don't forget to love each other. Uh, for more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm nerd. Good night.